the Archdiocese of Toronto, and the National Catholic Broadcasting Council. Through the kind cooperation of the Toronto Catholic District School Board, presents Sunday TV Mass. Welcome to the celebration of the Sunday TV Mass on this, the 25th Sunday of Ordinary Time. I'm Father Dan Donovan. The televising of this Mass is made possible by the contribution from two donors. The first is the Benares family from New Westminster, British Columbia, in thanksgiving for blessings received in loving memory of Caesar Bercasio, Benares, and parents, for living and deceased family members and friends and the souls in purgatory, for those COVID-19 victims who have no one to pray for them, and for continued protection from the COVID vi virus, for health in mind and body, strong faith and conversion, for the protection and good health of our frontline workers and their families. The second is Lorraine Cooper from Sudbury, Ontario, in memory of her husband, Don Cooper, her brother, Joseph Noonan, and the deceased members of her family. Our thanks to our donors for the gift of this Mass. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Let us now acknowledge our sins, and so prepare ourselves to celebrate the sacred mysteries. You were sent to heal the contrite of heart. Lord, have mercy. You came to call sinners. Christ, have mercy. You are seated at the right hand of the Father to intercede for us. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to people of goodwill. We praise you, we bless you, we adore you, we glorify you, we give you thanks for your great glory. Lord God, Heavenly King, O God, Almighty Father, Lord Jesus Christ, Only Begotten Son, Lord God, Lamb of God, Son of the Father, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. You take away the sins of the world, receive our prayer. You are seated at the right hand of the Father. Have mercy on us, for you alone are the Holy One. You alone are the Lord. You alone are the Most High, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit and the glory of God the Father. Amen. Let us pray. O God, who founded all the commands of your sacred law upon love of you and of our neighbor, grant that by keeping your precepts we may merit to attain eternal life. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. Let the wicked person forsake their way and the unrighteous person their thoughts. Let that person return to the Lord that he may have mercy on them and to our God, for he will abundantly pardon. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, nor are your ways my ways, says the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to 
A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Philippians. Brothers and sisters, Christ will be exalted now as always in my body, whether by life or by death. For to me, living is Christ and dying is gain. If I am to live in the flesh, that means fruitful labor for me, and I do not know which I prefer. I am hard-pressed between the two. My desire is to depart and be with Christ, for that is far better. But to remain in the flesh is more necessary for you. Live your life in a manner worthy of the gospel of Christ. The word of the Lord. to the words of your Son. 
The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus spoke this parable to his disciples. The kingdom of heaven is like a landowner who went out early in the morning to hire laborers for his vineyard. After agreeing with the laborers for the usual daily wage, he sent them into the vineyard. When he went out about nine o'clock, he saw others standing idle in the marketplace, and he said to them, You also go into the vineyard, and I will pay you whatever is right. So they went. When he went out again about noon and about three o'clock, he did the same. And about five o'clock he went out and found others standing around. And he said to them, Why are you standing here idle all day? They said to him, Because no one has hired us. He said to them, You also go into the vineyard. When evening came, the owner of the vineyard said to his manager, Call the laborers and give them their pay, beginning with the last and then going to the first. When those hired about five o'clock came, each of them received the usual daily wage. Now when the first came, they thought they would receive more, but each of them also received the usual daily wage. And when they received it, they grumbled against the landowner, saying, These last worked only one hour, and you have made them equal to us, who have borne the burden of the day in the scorching heat. But he replied to one of them, Friend, I am doing you no wrong. Did you not agree with me for the usual daily wage? Take what belongs to you and go. I choose to give to this last the same as I give to you. Am I not allowed to do what I choose with what belongs to me? Or are you envious because I am generous? So the last will be first, and the first will be last. The Gospel of the Lord. The parable in today's gospel begins by comparing the kingdom of God or of heaven to a landowner who in the course of a day hires laborers for his vineyard and who when the time comes to pay them is surprisingly generous. Although the kingdom was at the heart of the message of Jesus, he never defines exactly what he means by it. He says that it is breaking into the world with him that it is something precious, something that we should be willing to seek, and that involves forgiveness and healing. A powerful image is a king that is often used in the biblical tradition for God. The kingdom, as preached by Jesus, is in a very real sense God himself. God turned to us in Jesus and offering us through him forgiveness reconciliation, and new life. As central as the kingdom is to the preaching of Jesus, the focus in the early church is less on the kingdom and more on Jesus himself and on the saving significance of his death and resurrection. The Second Vatican Council, in its document on the liturgy and in other documents, comes back repeatedly to what it calls the Paschal Mystery, the mystery of the death and resurrection of Jesus. The word mystery in the scriptures and in the tradition of the church does not mean something difficult to understand, but which we will someday understand, but rather something so full of life and energy, so other than anything that we can know or imagine, that we will never plumb the depths of the truth, beauty, goodness, and love at its heart. 
In the New Testament, the mystery is God. But God turned to us in Christ, God inviting us through Christ and through the gift of the Spirit to share his life. This is the great truth, the inexhaustible mystery that more than anything else defines Christianity. Not only have we been made in the image of God, we've been made to be in the most intimate of relationships with him. The word paschal evokes the Jewish feast of Passover because Jesus underwent death and was raised to the fullness of life at the time of its celebration. Christians were led to think of his death and resurrection as a new Passover. It is above all in the liturgy that the saving power of the paschal mystery is brought to bear on us as individuals and as members of the church. In baptism, for example, we are plunged for the first time into that mystery. As St. Paul once put it, we have been buried with Christ in baptism so that we might be raised like him and walk in newness of life. In the Eucharist, we make memory of and render present among us its saving power. Some of us were brought into contact with God's gift to us in Christ when we were baptized as infants. Others have come to faith much later. As long as we are alive, there's always the possibility that God will invite us into his vineyard. Today's reading from the prophet Isaiah begins, Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. I've recently reread an account of seeking of that kind, an account which I read for the first time some 60 years ago as an undergraduate student. The book written by Thomas Merton is called The Seven Story Mountain. In it, Merton tells the story of his life and above all of the various steps and stages that led him to becoming a Catholic and a Trappist monk in the Abbey of Our Lady of Gethsemane and in Kentucky. It was in many ways a young person's book full of enthusiasm, as well as of desire and longing for a religious life marked by contemplation. As I reread the book, I recognized in it the classic Christian pattern of conversion mapped out so convincingly by St. Augustine in his Confessions. The stories of both men have to do with seeking, seeking meaning, seeking God, and in the end, being found by God. My thoughts are not your thoughts, God declares through the prophet, nor are your ways my ways. It was only with their conversion that Augustine and Merton were able to look back and see the mysterious hand of God in the darkness and confusion that sometimes shrouded the path on which they were walking. In encouraging us to call upon the Lord when he may be found, Isaiah gives the impression that God might at some point leave us to ourselves. Today's psalm refrain suggests something different. The Lord is near to all who call on him. It is not God who leaves us, but we who leave God. We cease to pray or think about him, and as a result, he gradually disappears from our consciousness and yet he is there, inviting us to enter into his silence in order to find in it the peace 
and rest for which we long. Let us now profess our faith in the words of the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. On the third day, he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. From there, he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. For all those in the Daily TV Mass community who are dedicated to the care of the sick, that they may receive the grace to continue their ministry of compassion and caring with hope and joy. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord hear our Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the bread we offer you. Fruit of the earth and work of human hands, it will become for us the bread of life. By the mingling of this water and wine, become partakers of his divinity, who became partaker of our humanity. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the wine we offer you. Fruit of the vine and work of human hands, it will become our spiritual drink. Blessed be God. Gracious God, yes. Wash me from my sins, cleanse me from my iniquity. Pray, brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be made acceptable to God, the Father Almighty. Receive with favor, O Lord, we pray the offerings of your people, that what they profess with devotion and faith may be theirs through these heavenly mysteries. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just our duty and our salvation always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God. In him you have, in Christ, you have been pleased to renew all things, giving us all a share in his fullness. For though he was in the form of God, he emptied himself and by the blood of the cross brought peace to all creation. Therefore he has been exalted above all things and to all who obey him has become the source of eternal salvation. And so with angels and archangels, with thrones and dominions, and with all the hosts and powers of heaven, we sing the hymn of your glory as without end we acclaim.
You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving thanks, broke it, gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice and once more giving thanks, gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you've held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Lord, remember your church spread throughout the world and bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, and Thomas, our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, the Blessed Joseph, her spouse, with the Blessed Apostles, and with all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. Amen. At the Savior's command, informed by divine teaching, we dare to say, our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, you said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not upon our sins, but upon the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will 
who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. May the peace of the Lord be with you always. And let us offer one another the sign of peace. Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed. With those of you at home, join with me now in this act of spiritual communion. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the Blessed Sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire you in my soul. Since I cannot now receive you sacramentally, come at least spiritually into my heart. As though you were already there, I embrace you and unite myself wholly to you. Permit not that I should ever be separated from you. Amen. Let us pray. Graciously raise up, O Lord, those you renew with this sacrament, that we may come to possess your redemption both in mystery and in the manner of our life. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go in peace. Our thanks to our donors for the gift of this Mass. If you're interested in making monthly donations using the pre-authorized checking method, please call our office at 1-888-383-6277 for details. <laughs>